Thank you for calling Welcome Home Member Services. Please select one of the following options. For Welcome Home Member Services, press 1. For Welcome Home Waitlist, press 2. Please wait while your call is transferred to the waitlist. Hello everyone and welcome to the waitlist, something we haven't done in... Gosh, I don't even know how long, guys. How long has it been since we've done a waitlist episode? A long a time. It's got to be over a year, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, would say so. And people have been asking us to do them again. I, we've heard from a lot of people that they really like these waitlist episodes. We just don't have the time to do it, right? So, well, And I'll be honest with you. What ended up happening today is that I have nothing to do, and that's like a rarity. So <laughs> I, I, I bullied everyone into doing this. Let's be honest. Well, you know, half the battle is finding time for us to do these things, right? So I would agree. Yeah. So, But the cool thing is, and I have we done a waitlist with a special guest before? Ooh. I think Ziggy might have done one. Ziggy might have done one with us. Yeah. 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 So, well, the cool thing is we've got Trevor, we've got Damon, but we also have Mike from Disney Dad's podcast. We've actually talked so many times about Disney Dad's podcast on here. I've listened to them. Damon has. Yeah. Can I, so I have to tell a story. So as I'm going to Disney, it was, gosh, you know, it must have been at least a year ago. Oh no, over a year at this point. And I was just driving and I was just like, oh my goodness, this drive is horrible. So again, against better judgment, I just kind of had my phone in my hand. You know, I had the podcast app because I was listening to some other podcasts and, and I found their show and I was like, I love it, right? It was, it was the first episode I listened to because I was going through at least 10 different episodes. I'd start one and I'd be like, nah, I can't listen to these people. These people are horrible. And then, you know, listen to Disney Dash. I was like, oh, I really like this. And, and that's how we kind of, I guess, got introduced, right? And then I, then I talk about them as much as I can on, on our podcast. So and I think Mike kind of heard me talking about them one time. So, but let's introduce them now. Gentlemen, thank you for having me on. You know, it's, uh, I've been listening to your podcast for a while too. And, uh, it's nice to have the similar interests like we all do. I mean, it, you know, we're all one big giant Disney family. And I think that's great. Uh, I'm honored to be on with you guys. Uh, I enjoy your show quite a bit and, um, I'm looking forward to talking about tonight's topic. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, are, Mike, are you, you have, are you the Jersey guy on the show? There's somebody on your show from Jersey, right? Uh, New York, New York. New York. Jason always teases me and says, "Oh, Jersey boy," because you know it's like a Jersey, <laughs> New York thing. But, um, but no, I'm actually from New York. I was born and raised in, in Queens, in the city. Nice. I moved out to the suburbs. I work for the city. I've been working for the city for 20 years, and I used to work for the New York Mets. If you have any Mets fans that are uh, wow. listening to the podcast, I'm sorry for you. Uh, it was a job. It was to feed my Disney addiction, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, you know, other than that, it's uh, Jason's from Wisconsin, so we have that northern, you know, cold all year long kind of person. And our other buddy Justin is from down south in South Carolina, so we have a little bit of a mixture of different backgrounds, different upbringings, and it kind of brings a little bit of a different uh you know way of looking at things to the uh to our podcast trevor were you gonna say something i'm sorry uh no i was sorry i was uh, i was just listening to Dave <laughs> trevor, you're breaking the rules you're, you're, breaking the you're rules off of mute <laughs> you're not talking what the heck is going I on i thought i had muted myself i honestly I thought i muted myself it, it's funny today <laughs> like you know tom you, you missed tom's whole big thing he went you know yeah. off on this tangent about you know everyone needs to mute and you know you, you missed that so <laughs> I'll, I'll put a coin in the non-mute jar 
when we're that's, done. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, put it, that's that's a that's <laughs> yeah. a that's a strike against you right there. But, but anyway, so we had been talking about getting Mike and the rest of his podcast on the show, and unfortunately, they're not available. But we'll take Mike, right? And hopefully, we have them on again at some point, and hopefully, you know, we can reciprocate on their show. But it, they're very interesting, and if you have not listened to their podcast, please go listen to it. It's it's my favorite Disney podcast. And I'll just let that hang out there. Wait, even even even, even <laughs> ours. That hang out there. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a second. Oh, that's right. You don't listen to our show. That's I don't right. listen to ours. The yeah. only reason I had to listen to that last episode is because I had to find out what um the what was his name from Disney Cruise Line. He answered a question of mine. So oh, that's right. Yeah, that's the only reason you list last time. So <laughs> all right. So I, again, this is the wait list. So this is a little bit more like 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 my show, right? Like Trevor's going to get his little section too. But like I love the wait list. So I, you know, I changed the group name. I thought Tom might have been mad about that, but I think he let me slide. So what I had suggested went rogue on me and just did it. Yeah, you just I'm going to take away your admin privileges. (laughs) So what I kind of suggested out to everybody this time is take a Disney IP, you know, intellectual property, and make your own holiday show based on that. So that was kind of what, you know, I kind of put out there to kind of see if it sticks because, you know, sometimes I have crazy ideas. So I have to make sure that like they're on board with it. So that's what we're going to do today. So it's going to be the wait list. It's a holiday special. It fits in perfectly, especially since that week of the holiday we are not recording. So I think that was was perfect. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, listen, sometimes we just we know your ideas are crazy and we just let you go with it, too. So I, know, I appreciate that. <laughs> so, you know, it's funny because. I had a couple of ideas, but what I decided to do was, and again, this, the reason I decided to do this is also, I don't know how this all came to me. I'm going to use the Rescue Rangers IP. So the the good thing about it is, is because it's on Disney Plus, I think that hopefully people know about the show. And if you don't, by all means, go and watch the show. So I had this idea. So the Rescue Rangers is kind of based on, you know, Chip, Dale, Gadget, and uh, Montgomery. Being animals and kind of helping animals. So what my thought was is that, all right, you know, they're going to have to help some animals, but what, what's a big thing that kind of happens over Christmas? And really what I feel like happens a fair amount of the time is, you know, people get puppies, right? And then there's always this, oh, what happens when you don't like the puppies the week after Christmas? So as a special guest voice, we're going to have Bob Barker. Okay. So I'm just going to throw that out there. So Bob Barker? Bob Bar- <laughs> Bob Barker, because, you know, spay, spay your and neuter your animals, right? At the end of prices, right? And I assume he's a dog. Well, yeah, it's rescue <laughs> rangers, right? So everyone's going to be cartoon here. Yeah, of course. All right. So Professor Nimnal. So I don't know how many people are familiar with the show. Yeah, this is funny because this episode will make no sense if you don't watch these shows. I think that's the only downside for what I picked and I think what Trevor picked. But anyway, so I'm going to, I guess I'll have to give a little bit of background as we go. Professor Nimnal is this, <clears throat> Professor guy, right? Like he's a villain of the show and he's always doing some crazy stuff. So <clears throat> because there's so many dogs that are in the shelters after Christmas, Professor Nimnal is going to try to use the power of these dogs. You know, he'll steal them from, from all the shelters and, and create this kind of, uh, I guess device that takes the power of their howling and a sound based device is going to allow him to walk through walls. Okay. And steal valuables and Christmas presents and all sorts of things. 
So I'm going to stop there and pause just to make sure we're all on the same page. Does anyone have any page. questions so far? Is anyone a Rescue Rangers fan? Does anyone watch the show? I love Rescue Rangers. Okay, so I'm fully visualizing what you're what you're putting out here. <laughs> okay, I'm following okay. along. I'm, I'm okay. All right, I appreciate that, right? Because so he, he's going to use this power howling. So again, you have all these shelters. There's all these animals that are returned after Christmas, unfortunately, right? You know, Bob Barker is going to give some spiel about that later in the show. Not to worry about that. Okay, so he's stealing all these valuables and he gets involved the, with going into a house where you know there's obviously a kid with their not shelter dog. And that's where the rescue rangers become involved. Okay. So Gadget has to find a way to figure out how to stop him. Cause obviously walking through walls is a pretty powerful sort of superpower he's got going on here with these howling dogs. So what she does is she puts together a gadget, right? So she figures out a way. I'm going to, I'm going to say that I don't need to worry about how she does this, right? I, I hope that's the case. So what she does is that <clears throat> she finds a way that she can trap him. In a chimney, right? So, if, again, this is a holiday episode, so we get a little Santa sort of okay. issue going on here. Santa vibe kind of thing. A little Santa vibe. So, Professor Nimnal goes into a house, you know, you have a boy and his dog, and he gets trapped in the chimney. So, what happens is the boy and the dog, they don't actually realize that Professor Nimnal's there. So, they're just kind of talking about shelter dogs, the Christmas spirit, you know, you know, giving to the poor, all that sort of good stuff. And he's stuck in this chimney, can't move anywhere. So the rescue rangers are there as well. And that kind of turns him a little bit. So the professor's like, you know, maybe I really shouldn't be doing all of this, like, you know, with Christmas spirit and all that. So they get him to change, right? So he gives back all the stuff. But what they find out is, is that he can use this, they, they give him back his invention, because what he's going to do is he's going to rescue shelter dogs now. And he's going to use a scientific algorithm because, you know, he's a professor, he's super smart and all that, that matches these dogs to specific families. So they get some dogs that are, you know, shelter dogs or returned or whatever the case may be. He obviously, all the ones that he was using for all the howling, he, you know, takes care of those and uses a special algorithm. And these dogs go out to other families. Now, he obviously still has to inform the shelter of what's going on, right? There's got to be some official paperwork to adopt because, you know, otherwise that wouldn't necessarily be right. You know, so what happens is, is that he goes and figures out a way that he can get the paperwork for the shelter. So what he does is at the end, he has the paperwork from the shelters, everything signed officially from the families, and still then has a little bit of a video of, you know, the way the algorithm works and then how happy the families are after these dogs are then, you know, matched to the new families. And then, you know, Bob Barker has to come in, you know, have your dog spay or neutered. And uh, there we go. That's, that's kind of what I'm, what I'm dealing with from a rescue ranger standpoint. Okay. Um, that, that would be my show. I like it. But, I, but I'm I, fielding questions now. Now you're fielding. Oh, there's questions. Okay, this is the question answer portion. Of course. <laughs> uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, I want to know, Trevor. What, 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 what's confusing well, you? Okay, so I, I guess it, so. The um, using Bob Barker, like you're, you're thinking of this as like it would have been air back in the '90s, kind of thing, right? I'm just because Bob Barker, like he's not. He's not really, or I guess he's still doing stuff for. Do, the, do uh, you want me to? Do you want me to insert Drew Carey in there instead? Would that make well, you feel better? <laughs> I can do that, right? Maybe. No, I, no. I'm the I'm the show guy. Well, so I, I, I guess, can just I can nix him and just bring in Drew Carey. Well, I guess I guess that's just my question: Is would this be something that would have aired back when the show was running, or is it something that 
that would have been like, you know, a new updated reboot. version of the cartoon. That's, that's yeah, it's like a Disney Plus original reboot. Yeah. You know, the the one thing I will say about the Disney Plus people is that, you know, if you're watching these shows, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how much traction I get as a reboot. So I'll go with saying that I would have, again, if I have my special Disney time machine, I'll air it back then. How does that sound? So then I get Bob Barker back too, right? Because that's before Drew Carey time. Right. Okay. No, fair. I don't know how you could ever get rid of Bob Barker. Even when he's not relevant, he's still always going to be the king. I mean, you know. <laughs> Happy Gilmore, it just says it all, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's I spent my childhood sick watching The Price is Right. Bob Barker will always have a special place in my heart. It, Isn't it, it is funny, tradition, though, I think. how, like, Drew Carey is, like, turning into Bob Barker, though? Have you watched The Price is Right re- recently? Oh, yeah. He can never, he can never have a hard time watching the new ones. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He can never be Bob Berger, but then again, nobody could be, right? It's like, it's who's going to replace Alex Trebek? Who's going to replace, you know, all these people and these, you know, these famous hosts? That is true. Maybe I get them both. Maybe I get Drew Carey and Alex Trebek too. Well, not <laughs> what is Shelter Dogs for four? <laughs> no, I, I don't necessarily know. But I, I went with this whole like you know, hopefully that's helpful, and then maybe we get some you know backing from the shelters. Like it could be a whole thing, and then that way they can use some of you know the material for their shelters for Christmas time. Like I, I went with I, I went with that sort of aspect of you do like one of those like marketing campaigns that disney does sometimes where they do it for like a good cause and they use the characters to promote something good right yes so we have the whole nature series right with nat geo they're a big partner in it now right they do the monkeys and the chimpanzees and the bears and they got that whole thing going on yeah that's true so that was my show but but see once trevor told me what he was picking I, i got super excited for that so Oh, I, I, I love what Trevor picked. I'm not going to reveal it, but I feel like it's one of the more obscure, like, things on Disney Plus that, like, people should watch. Yeah. Yes. I, I want to believe it's more popular than it is, but, uh, I mean, obviously I grew up. It's, it's not. Yeah, I know. I love it, but it's not. <laughs> so, so yeah. Uh, so my, I'm surprised the, you didn't go with gummy bears, by the way, Damon. By the way, Damon. Sorry. Sorry, so, Trevor. <laughs> so, so, you that's, know, I, I, I definitely <laughs> felt that. Like, I felt like, you know, that is one of my favorite shows. The, the problem with that show is, is that, I mean, are, are the gummy bears Christian? I don't know. Yeah, they don't <laughs> have to be involved, right? Sure. Oh no. So I, I, I also, because they were brought up in the new DuckTales, I kind of stayed away from that. I wanted to go truly old school for a show that wasn't necessarily rebooted in any form at this point. Not that that was really a reboot, but we still got to see him in the new DuckTales. Fair enough. Right. Sorry to interrupt you, Trevor. Go, no. go ahead with yours. I'm sorry. Okay. So, so the show that I picked or, or the series that I picked to do a Christmas series or a Christmas episode on is Gargoyles. So. Again, we're going to have the same issue here, I think, where if you don't know the characters, this is going to probably not make a ton of sense. But, uh, uh, the way I wanted to have the, uh, the episode go is, um, it was going to actually focus on Broadway and Brooklyn. So, so in, in the characters of Gargoyles, the main character is Goliath, which is the, like the big, um, the big nasty gargoyle guy that is kind of like the leader of the group. The not funny guy. Yeah. Broadway and Brooklyn are usually more comedy relief. And, um, I wanted it to, I wanted to focus on them because I feel they're more, um, it, it lends more towards a kind of a Christmas story with them. And the whole idea of the episode would be, um, Broadway and Brooklyn are, uh, they're going to stop Demona, who is one of the bad guys from stealing an artifact from, um, one of the museums in New York. 
And, um, it, it, it turns out that the artifact does, uh, I, unfortunately, I, I will say this, Damon, I didn't go nearly into as much detail as you about all the little nuances of, of what things would do. <laughs> uh, uh, the artifact would have been something Christmas related, like something related to Santa Claus is what the idea was. Maybe like Santa's hat or something. Well, yeah. But, but what does Santa's hat do? It's got to be his bag of presents. Well, no, obviously. Okay. That's yeah. Fair. My thinking was, is it was just going to be more like, like a gemstone or something that, because it, in the, in the Gargoyles universe, they're always dealing in like mystical artifacts. And it's always like, like something it, like it, it relates to a mythical figure of some sort, but it's like a wand or a gem or something like that. So I was thinking it was going to be like a, a Santa Claus related artifact does santa claus have bling that we don't know about oh probably i mean i've got a giant s gold like, chain around his neck like, underneath the suit yeah. dude rides uh, he's, he's got that you just get missing hollis santa claus <laughs> got you yeah so so she steals the this artifact and and brooklyn and broadway fail at getting back the artifact and in doing so they they end up having a conversation with um oh what's the um shoot i just blanked on her name the uh the police lady that helps them out the whole time shoot no <laughs> I, i'm blanking on the name too yeah i am as well but again yeah. this is not my story so <laughs> yeah i sh- i should have had that written down but i didn't um make me google it now yeah i know oh shoot what is her name elise no yes is it elise yeah okay so so they go and talk to elise and ba- and the, the conversation turns into um them realizing they, they thought that that Demona stealing this artifact was going to ruin Christmas for the humans in New York. They they thought you know Christmas is over. Demona has this artifact, and Demona retreats off into um into her lair, and she's she has this artifact, and she's thinking that she has you know she's one upped the gargoyles, and and she's plotting you know how she's going to ruin Christmas for everyone. And what ends up happening is, uh, Brooklyn and Broadway decide on their own that they're going to go and make their own, they're going to make Christmas on their own. They're going to kind of fill in the gap of, you know, bringing the spirit of Santa and everything to New York. So, so they set up, you know, a really nice tree. They, they do all this stuff to get Christmas going. And then Demona, um, she, she's kind of watching from the sidelines and she comes back and she, realizes that, you know, even with her taking the spirit of Christmas away, people are still celebrating Christmas and you're all going to laugh at me. Her heart is going to grow three sizes that day. That, that would be, <laughs> you, you know, where this is going. Infringement. Yeah. I believe. I was about to say there's like a modern Grinch, but Grinch isn't really modern and neither is Gargoyle. And, so. and, and, and that was my thinking is that I think Demona would have made a really great kind of like, again, not exactly the Grinch, but you could, you could draw those parallels. And then she goes on a mission to restore what she stole and she takes uh, Bronx, their dog along the way. And it basically plays out kind of like the end of the Grinch <laughs> where Demona, you know, restores Christmas and then they all come together Copyright just lawyers. for a day. Oh. I know. Okay. I know. But hey, can, can, can I, the artifact just be the bag Santa's bag? Cause it would yeah, make me feel a lot better. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll call it Santa's bag. So, so she steals the Santa's bag and then uses it to restore the spirit of Christmas 
that would <laughs> I, th- I think I think it's a good idea to 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 crowd uh you know to to do this together as you know develop these stories together mm-hmm. right. So I I I'm okay with that. I was thinking slay, but that's kind of hard. I mean, that's a pretty large thing. But. but here's the thing. So what what does she get out about having the slay? See, the bag can produce any sort of toy or anything. So. Yeah, it's it, again, it has a magical property. It, 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 they're always. I mean, the slay's fast. Can the slay turn back time? Uh, I think the slay just pauses or yeah, it moves really fast. So, I mean, I, I think, guess you could do a lot of stealing with the slay. I think the bag would have been a more interest to her because she was always, the character was always interested in, you know, some kind of powerful artifact that gave her an advantage over everyone else. The bag, I mean, does the bag produce anything you want for Christmas? I would think so. So. I mean, if we go by Santa Claus rules, kind of, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. The so, Santa yeah. Claus, meaning the Tim Allen movie, Santa Claus. Like and, the bag in Demona's, kinda, in Demona's right? case, that, you know, yeah, she's wishing for, you know, a, a brand new cauldron or whatever so she can can be more evil (laughs) okay i can get on board with that yeah i i think it would work i think and i i I like the fact that the reason that i kind of parallel the 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 grinch story is that the show itself takes it's pretty serious the whole way through and i think a good tongue-in-cheek playoff like that would be a nice balance to the overall story arc that they have through the series by the way, for anyone listening, go watch Gargoyles. It's really good. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. Go check it out. You can, <laughs> if you have Disney Plus, you can watch it. Okay. Yeah. So that's well, what I, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't watched Gargoyles in a long time. Apparently, I got to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good show. It definitely was a good show. That was one of those shows I watched when I was a kid, and I didn't remember much of it until I watched some of it on Disney Plus again. The the, the one thing that um, I really enjoyed from it was I was also a Star Trek: The Next Generation fan. And basically the entire cast of Star Trek voice the characters in Gargoyle. So if you need additional incentive to watch the show. That is my favorite Star Trek. Even though the new one is really good. Really good. But mm-hmm. Next Generation is still my favorite. So that's what I got. Hey, uh, right. so I guess, Mike, uh, do you want to take a shot at it? Yeah, sure. You know, I went... Uh a little old school. I like the topic of, you know, picking an IP and kind of making your own Christmas story. So I went really, really old school and I went with Pinocchio as my Disney IP character. And I figured, you know, having a boy that, well, having a toy that turns into a boy kind of plays into that Christmas thing with the whole toy thing going on. So I wanted to take him and have him made by an elf and kind of insert him into a little bit of a spin-off series for Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And being that this Pinocchio was created by one of the elves. Uh, he's in Santa's village and it's the Pinocchio we all love, but he's a magical Pinocchio, you know? And it winds up being that Rudolph has lost his red-nosed reindeer. He, he's lost his red nose. He's not able to guide the sleigh like he's able to. So he needs that spark. He needs something. And we're going to have this new Pinocchio give him the confidence to get a spark back and to lead Santa Claus on a frightful night when it's cloudy and he can't deliver presents to all the kids. So I'm going to have Pinocchio kind of play the role of a magical kind of fairy godmother towards Rudolph, I guess. Oh, okay. That's cool. So so here's, here's my first question. You know that there's a Pinocchio's Christmas, right? I haven't seen the Pinocchio's really? Christmas. No. Ah, okay. I was, I was curious. I was going to, again, I, I was curious to where you were going with this. There is, is it a, on Disney plus. Um, no, I don't believe so. So it was in the eighties. It's also, you know, a Rankin and Bass stop motion like Rudolph. 
So it's Pinocchio's first Christmas, and he sells this book that he gets from Geppetto. But, you know, the cat and the fox, you know, kind of steal right. it and stuff like that. I was just curious if you had been familiar with that. It is not something that runs every year. I'm going to tell you that much. I've never seen it before. I've never even heard of it before. So, I just went with the whole Disney IP with the, you know, toy and, you know, Christmassy kind of thing. I think Pinocchio is definitely undervalued as an IP, to be honest with you. Like, I would like to see more Pinocchio in general. So I'm, I'm definitely on board with another Pinocchio Christmas type show. Well, well, he has a, a whole thing. good message about, you know, being a good kid and not lying. I mean, you know, that's one of those things we try and yeah. teach our kids, you know, and uh, to, to you know, be a good model when it comes to things like that. And like, I definitely think there should be more Pinocchio around. Well, yeah. that's a good thing here. Even if there was a Christmas special already, let's get let's have another one, right? I think it's fair to ignore that particular one because I just looked it up and the first thing that came up was that it got one star on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's probably not one you want to go and watch anyway. <laughs> It's that's it's funny. worth a as a Disney fan, it's worth a watch. That's what I'll tell you. Hey, listen, here's the other thing: anything Rankin Bass is, is doesn't matter, right? It's so cool looking. You almost got to watch it anyway. What anything? Stop is motion? it as good as the uh, Star Wars Christmas Spectacular? Ooh, they could fight it out. They could Nothing's fight it as out good for as sure. Life. I almost chose Star Wars as mine to redo their Star Wars to do redo the legendary Christmas you know special. Um, but I decided not to just because my Star Wars knowledge is not as good as, as yeah, you would have gotten, you, you would have gotten some, some, I've watched it though. I I've watched, you can get it on YouTube. It's, it's out there. No, no, no. I, I'm saying your Star Wars knowledge. You would have said something and been like, no, 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 no. Yeah, Remember exactly in this book. That's exactly <laughs> why I didn't do it. Sorry, Mike, we're, we're going on a tangent. Go ahead. Continue your thing. <laughs> no, no, that's pretty much it. And that's, that's pretty much how I wanted to have Pinocchio kind of save the day. So we'll have the, uh, the Disney loved character, you know, Guide Rudolph the right way and pretty much save the day. All right. So here's the question, Mike. Stop motion, animation, CGI. Which one? Mm, I'm, I, you know, that old school stop motion is great. You know, I, I kind of love that, but I think to keep the interest of the kids, you go with CGI. Ooh, well, I think if you want to put it on Disney Plus now and you want to really get the kids' attention, uh, I put on, you know, the old Rudolph and the old Frosty the Snowman for the kids and they look at me like I'm crazy. Like, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> you know, they're like, well, yeah, do you mind? I don't want, you know. So I think in order to keep the attention of the younger generation to kind of spread that, I would go with CGI. Now, would it be like a Miser Brothers Christmas, which is that stop motion CGI sort of look? Like, or just straight up CGI? Like, or is it like live action mixed with CGI? Like, is it, you know, almost like Nightmare Before Christmas kind of CGI stop motion? Yeah. I would go with something like that. You know, something okay. like a, like a Tim Burton kind of Nightmare Before Christmas where it's the kind of stop motion, but obviously it's not the old school, like you're looking at, you know, the old bird eyes stuff. So have you seen a Miser Brothers Christmas? Which one was that? That was, uh. I haven't even heard of that, Damon. What is that? Oh my goodness. Gosh, you, you guys, you guys are really hurt my feelings. What is that? So it was uh, 2008. So it is a continuation of, you, again, I'm going to ask a silly question. You know who Heat Miser and Snow Miser are, right? Please. Oh yes, oh. absolutely. Yeah. From the Frost of the Snowman, right? Oh, okay. No, from a year without Santa Claus. Okay. But we'll, we'll get you there, Mike. We'll get you there. <laughs> All right. I'm getting there. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, this is kind of, it's a special based on that. So it was a one hour special. It was on ABC family. And like I said, in 2008, and, and what it was is it was this story, um, between Heat Miser, Snow Miser, and also, um, Jack Frost. Was it Jack Frost? I believe, yeah, it was, I believe it was Jack Frost. It was 
It was really interesting. And it's another one that's kind of hard to find. So Mother Nature is involved a lot. You know, again, there's also the North Wind. There's all sorts of different sort of um things. Actually, wait, I think North Wind. It wasn't Jack Frost. No, he was the, the bad guy was North Wind. Yes, that's what it was. So, so anyway. it kind of steps out of the normal tropes of Christmas movies, I guess. Yep. Uh, so I think they're trying to, I think the North Wind wants to take over for Santa and instead and, you know, kind of Mother Nature gets involved and, and things like that. It's, it's interesting though, because it takes two characters that are so well known and it, and Mickey Rooney did Santa Claus. So it was, you know, one of the last things I believe that he did. If I, if I'm correct here, I may be just kind of shooting out my, you know what at this point, but I believe it was <laughs> one of the last Christmas specials that, that he ever up. did. Uh, but it's good. It's good. Like I said, it's, it's definitely a good one. All right. Mike, uh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, uh, no, no, was, you're up, right? Oh, okay. Do we have any more questions for Mike? Or we want to, we want to keep going. I was just going to say, I, I think after, after your description, Mike, I realized we don't have enough Pinocchio going on right now in the Disney universe. So I'm really kind of on board with them doing a, an updated. What about a live action Pinocchio? Uh, oh, I feel like that's coming down the pike, isn't it? <laughs> I, I still want, I, I want this animated one. I, I actually, I do want a Christmas special like what you described, Mike. <laughs> Yeah, live live action could go south really bad. Yeah. Have you watched the new Lady and the Tramp? I have not. I don't really have an interest though. I I just googled it. Robert Zemeckis to direct live action Pinocchio for Disney. All right. <laughs> there That's you go. I like to hear. But but the question: Has anyone else watched? And I'm assuming Mike, you've watched it or no? No, I haven't. Uh, my wife's been begging me to watch it, and I've just been ah, you know, I gotta, you know, I gotta go do this. I gotta go do that. I've been carefully avoiding it. I don't have a huge interest, I'll be honest with you. I, I haven't watched it either, but I, I don't have a huge interest in that movie. I just It wasn't a movie that I loved when I was a kid or anything, so I just I had really no desire to watch it. it. No, and it's interesting because it doesn't really have a lot of park tie-in. So what is really my reason to watch it? Well, right? Tony and Tony's Restaurant, right? Then uh, yeah. Tony's Town Square is really sure. the only tie-in that I can think of, and I'm not a big fan of that place. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone is, right? I think that one is, is one that people tell you to stay away from. And it's I've never it, been. Has the, it has the potential of being such a great place. Location, the you know the actual story behind it, but you know I could go on a whole hour about that. <laughs> That's what I like about your show, Mike. You uh, you know you guys do like specific topics every episode. Not that what we do is you know completely uh, is bad, but you guys do something interesting where you guys go like do topics and and things like that. I, I always find that interesting. So yeah, we, we well we try and stay on topic. We wind up going down rabbit holes quite a bit. So That's, it's just one of those things. You know, regular conversation. You start off on one thing and you just wind up in a completely different place. That's about every one of our episodes too. So yeah. <laughs> we we never stay on the topic, right? So now speaking of topics, Tom. So what did you what did you decide you were going to do again? I, I'm doing I'm doing uh, a TV episode. Uh, this is you know going to be for Disney Plus because they're going to have all these Marvel series. So I'm going to do the Avengers Save Christmas is what is what mine is called. So that's that's what it's going to be. <laughs> oh. What were you going to say, David? Oh boy! Wait, animated live action. Let's just get that. No, this is, this is live action. This is all the people. You know, this is yeah. Oh, so so you're doing a special where you're bringing in millions of dollars of. Yeah, it's going to be the most expensive nice. Christmas special that's ever been made. Yeah, just based okay, on I salaries like for the actors alone. Yeah, I like right. that definitely. <laughs> yeah, no, listen, there's no budget on this, right? This is you know, this we're, we're gonna. No, I, I guess not, right? In the fantasy world, there is no budget. No, 
No, we're going we're gonna to pay, you know, Robert Downey Jr., you know, $20 million to be in this thing. That's what we're going to do. Uh, <laughs> so, and, and my Avengers Saves Christmas, this pretends like none of the things from the last two movies happened. So everybody's still alive. And I'm not going to give any spoilers on people that died in the last two movies. We're not going to do that. We're going to just, you know, if you haven't seen them yet, go watch. But everybody's still alive. So let's let's pretend like everybody's still alive for this. So... In Avengers Saves Christmas, uh, the idea is, uh, Loki decides he wants to kidnap Santa and so that Santa can't deliver toys this year. Uh, Loki's gonna become Santa himself. You know, Loki can turn into, uh, whatever he wants. I like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah, right. Loki's gonna pretend to be Santa. And what Loki's gonna do, he's going to, uh, give everybody presents, but instead of, uh, you know, the presents are, are gonna be mind control devices that make everybody think that Loki is, is their ruler. Okay. So that's how he's gonna take over the world. He's gonna, he's gonna make, uh, everybody believe that, uh, that he's the ruler with mind control devices in the presents. All right. Yeah. How's he getting all the presents there again? Well, he's Santa now. You know, he's gonna. He's got Santa stuff. He stole right? Santa's sleigh. Wait, wait, he, wait, he stole. He stole the sleigh. Let, oh yeah, he stole everything. He stole everything. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So he, he stole. He's got everything. He's got the reindeer, and you know, does, everybody does thinks Trevor he's Santa does, because he's kidnapped Santa, and he looks like Santa now. Does Tre- Trevor? Does Santa have like two forms of you know security on all his stuff, or now just a key key in the sleigh, and he's good to go? Yeah, I, I, I don't think Santa has implemented two-factor auth yet. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> yeah, voice voice authorization. But listen, he's Loki. Loki can get past all these things, right? I mean, Loki's, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah, he's good at that stuff. Yeah, he's the, he's the, the trickster god, right? So he, he can do this, right? So, so, you know, Thor comes down to, to Earth and, and, you know, Loki, so Loki's kidnapped, uh, you know, Santa. He's put him somewhere. He's walking around the North Pole like he's Santa and, you know, he's telling everybody. And the Santa. elves are cool with this. Yeah. Cause, well, they don't know because they think he's Santa, right? So he Does looks Mrs. like Santa. Does really think he's Santa? I mean, I, I don't know. That's a good question. I, okay. I, Loki's pretty convincing though, you know? Okay. So. Gotcha. He pretended to be, uh, he pretended to be his father for a little while there and he's, you know, everybody believed that. So. Okay. All right. So, so Loki's walking around pretending he's Santa. Thor, you know, knowing what, what Loki's doing, uh, comes down to Earth, uh, you know, c- decides to come t- and uh, tell the Avengers what's going on. You know, he goes to the Avengers headquarters and he says, you know, how hey, does Thor know again? What's that? How does Thor know? Thor just knows. He just knows what's going on. <laughs> it's got like Heimdall or somebody feeding him information. There you go. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's, yeah. Heimdall <laughs> has saw it and, and he, and he told Thor to go and, you know, and, and take care of this. Okay. So, so Thor comes down to Earth, he gets the Avengers, right? So the Avengers, you know, go to the North Pole, you know, a big fight ensues, right? And, and, you know, they, they, they figure out it's, it's Loki and, and they take out Loki. Uh, they, you know, fight, you know, they don't kill him, obviously, they, you know, cause they don't, they don't really try to do that, but they capture Loki, right? And, and everybody thinks it's Santa. So everybody at the North Pole is getting all upset because they think Santa's captured, but then, uh, they go and they find the real Santa. I'm not going to get into the details of the fight, right? But you can imagine it's, it's an Avengers style fight, right? Things are getting broken. Smashing up the workshop. Yeah, see, see that, and the, the, that's where the problem comes in, Trevor. In the fight, right, the sleigh gets broken. Sleigh gets destroyed. Okay, so you know, Iron Man accidentally shoots the sleigh. The sleigh explodes. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. This is where we're going. Right? I like this. I like this. You like it, right? Okay. So now there's no sleigh. It's like, and it's already Christmas Eve, right? They they couldn't do this until Christmas Eve. So so a lot of time lost. They get Santa, and Santa's like, "Oh man, what are we gonna do? No, you know, we're we're way behind here. How are we gonna get to all the houses in time?" And Tony Stark's like, "I got an idea, right?" So Tony Stark gets uh gets a, a one of his Iron Man suits, and it, it becomes a Santa Iron Man suit. So Santa, I, I want to say Santa Man, but that sounds dumb. So let's say Santa Iron Man. <laughs> if you guys have a better name for it, throw it out there. It's but now Santa's got his own Iron Man. S N T A. 
What's that? There you go. It's like Iron Man MKSNTA suit. That's amazing. That's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) So now instead of Santa's sleigh and the reindeer, Santa's got an Iron Man suit. So that's how he's going to get around the world fast enough to, uh, to, to deliver all these toys. Of course, the, the Avengers are also going to help deliver the toys as well. Um, you know, some of the uh, Tony Stark obviously is going to help because he can fly around really fast and, and, uh, and, and such, uh, you know, Falcon's going to help. He can fly. Anybody that can fly basically is going to help here. Uh, the ones that can't fly, you know, the mere mortals like, uh, like, um, you know, Black Widow and, and, um, and, uh, um, oh gosh, Hawkeye, they're going to fly around in, uh, in their, in the Quinjet and they're going to drop off some, some toys as well. Hawkeye's, Hawkeye's definitely shooting presents through people's chimneys. There's oh, no he has to be. That. Yeah. That's, I didn't even think about it. That's brilliant though. Yeah. He's shoot. he's, he's using special arrows to shoot, to shoot, uh, presents down chimneys. Uh, yeah. And so that's, that it's, it's very Grinch like, I guess, but, uh, it's, that's, that's my, uh, Avengers holiday special here. This is the Avengers save Christmas. I, I kind of like it. And yours is like, yeah. might actually have people watching it. Because I have a confession yours. to make. So for years, I never watched any of the Marvel. Nothing, nothing, nothing at all. And my good friend Chris was convincing me, you got to watch them, you got to watch them. And I really had an interest to watch them. I just binge watched all of them with my wife from all of them. beginning to end, all of them, for, but over the last two or three months. All right, so our Saturday nights, kids would go out. That's what we would do. We would watch these movies. So we're, we watched Endgame. So you're talking about something else Marvel right now. Definitely wants me. It doesn't matter what it was. You had me hooked when you said Marvel because <laughs> we're looking around each other like, well, what are we going to watch what now? Are, yeah, what are we going to do now, right? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, let's see. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, that's this is great. And I, I think I because like you know all the characters are still alive too. That I think that that helps too, right? So this is pre End Game, pre Infinity War, right? I, I want to add to your your present delivering. There has to be a quick scene where Spider Man is like going through through uh, New York, like oh, doing his yeah. web swinging, but like throwing presents into people's. Spider-Man's definitely on city duty, right? So he's, he's gonna be on what all the big cities, he's gonna be swinging through, like you, that's brilliant, Trevor. That's, this is, this is good. This is the story (laughs) development process here. And maybe uh, the Hulk is throwing presents through the buildings and he gets all upset about it because he didn't realize what's going on. <laughs> yeah, he's breaking fragile presents by throwing them too hard. <laughs> Crushing them. <laughs> they, you know, he'll smash some presents accidentally and, uh, you know, they'll be like, Hulk, don't smash. <laughs> Now I'm just imagining, you know, those commercials where they give the the spouse gives their their you know loved one a car, and you know, uh, and Hulk delivering that but smashing it. <laughs> oh man, there's so many great things you could do with this. I think, right? I like that. So I think that we we have to at least start a thread on after this this wait list and see what people would say. But what th- they come up with? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, there's there's a lot of fun things you could do with this, right? Because all the Avengers have their different skills. Like Ant Man could be doing some package delivery too, right? He could shrink down and and get into some of the places that they couldn't. He could shrink some of the packages down and uh, sneak them into rooms that maybe uh, you know the other Avengers couldn't. I mean, all these Avengers have all these different skills they could use. But I'm also just imagining how cool Santa would be in like an Iron Man suit. I feel like that would look really cool, you know. So I, I think while we have a few minutes, Tom, if yours, if yours is done, I, I'd be curious. Yeah, I think to, I'm done. I think I'm good. So what what would everyone say that their favorite holiday special is? We're gonna have to have Actual. listeners vote on this. Yeah. So so I, I'll I'll give you a brief moment. You know, the year without Santa Claus definitely my my top one. Um, but then again, twas the night before Christmas would probably be a close second. The one with the mice. 
the animated one. So I would say those are probably my two favorite because there is no greater character than, you know, he miser. He's the best, right? Like, <laughs> and just the, the stop motion animation, those would be my top two in that order. There, there are a few newer ones that I do enjoy, like yes, Virginia, but they're, they're not at the level of the year with that Santa Claus and uh, twas the night. I, I thought you were talking about the ones we just did. I thought we were voting on no. who's, 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 you know, obviously no, you, you, you obviously win, Tom. That's, yeah. that's beside <laughs> the point. You kind of took this one, man. That's fine. Oh, no, man. no, Thanks, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying of actual things that, you know, would get made without having to in, invoke, you know, a country size deficit to accomplish like yours. <laughs> Can you imagine how much that episode would cost? That like it'd be like a half hour, and it would cost them like a hundred million dollars just on salaries alone. Yeah, but it, <laughs> would, it would be an instant classic, though. It would be right. Yeah. It would. So uh, so now so now, Tom, you have to. What what are your true, actual can go out and watch them favorites? So I, I'm gonna say that uh, Frosty was always one of my favorites when I was a kid. So that's that's always up there. And I I'm a big Grinch fan. I always love the Grinch. I mean. I mean, I grew up on the Grinch. I think those are probably my two favorites I would go with. All right. We'll go, we'll go to Trevor, I guess, and then Mike. So Trevor, you're up. Okay. Uh, so required viewing in my household is Muppets Christmas Carol. Uh, I can't. It's actually on my TV right now. Yeah. I don't I mean, like it though. Sorry. See, I, I love it. It's, I, I think it's, I think it's a great telling of that story and I will watch it every single time. And, uh, it, Second runner-up is Home Alone. A classic. Oh, man, I didn't even think about that. That's, yeah, I mean, I was watching that, I was watching Home Alone 2 last night, actually. I think it was on, like, Freeform or something. And uh, I, I have to marvel, I was I was saying this to my wife, that I think the most implausible thing about all the Home Alone movies is his ability to fast-forward and rewind at the perfect moments yeah, uh, you know, like on a VHS. <laughs> yes, on a VHS, or even with the Talk Boy, man, he was like perfect. Yeah. So, anyway, Mike, were you going to say something? I'm sorry. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, do you want me to go next? Yeah, yeah, go. What were your favorites? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you my first one first, and then I'm gonna create a little controversy amongst the group and amongst your people listening to the podcast. Oh, so, right. my first one's gonna be a Charlie Brown Christmas. That's always a must to watch in this house. Very good. good yes. And I think my second one, which might cause a little discussion, would be Die Hard. I, yeah, knew I, I, I figured that. that's what you were going to say. <laughs> I figured that. You know, I don't even actually think I've watched Die Hard. Ever? Really? Yeah. Ever? No, nah, like bits and pieces, but I don't think I've ever sat down to watch it, no. And what about uh, Christmas Vacation? There you go. That that's is also up very good, yeah. Yeah, that's that up there. That's also very good. Charlie Brown Christmas, the, the problem that, again, while it, it is a great one... I just like I had to take a break from it. Like it was just like every year I couldn't do it. Uh, there, there's no greater Christmas soundtrack though, because you know, Vince Guaraldi is phenomenal, right? So I give you that. But I started to get to the point where I'm like, ooh, I, I don't, I can't watch this anymore. <laughs> like I just, it's too much. Like I, I don't know. Maybe I've seen that one more than all the other ones, which is why it was tough. But um, that again, while I do love it, I, I had to take a break from it. I, I I am one of those people, Mike, that I do consider. I, I consider Die Hard to be a Christmas movie, so I'm I'm okay with it. I I think it's I think it's required viewing. You know, I, I'm good. I also forgot to mention the Santa Claus, which is something I watch maybe ten times every Christmas time. The Santa Claus is one of my favorites. Forget the other ones, but you know the the, the sequels. But it the original good. Santa Claus is peak ho- uh, holiday for me. I, I mean, it's like I feel like the Santa Claus is like Elf. Like I like them both. 
but they're like they're classics, but in a different way. You know what I mean? Like for me, at least, they, a Christmas classic has to be you know stop motion or animated. That that's kind of the way I feel about it. Personally. See, yeah, and and for me, you're all probably going to look at me weird, but I do not like the Santa Claus or Elf. Like they're wow. they're not anywhere on my list. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's all right. Okay. We, you know. Go ahead, David. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say that's okay. I can understand that. Yeah. So, Mike, go ahead. You want to say something? For uh, did you consider? Uh, I was about just lost what movie it was. Um, no, never mind. <laughs> what You're about? Ask if I consider another movie holiday uh, Christmas movie. Yeah, I just had it in my head and I just lost it. And I forgot what it was. What's the other controversial one? I I actually don't even necessarily consider Home Alone to be a Christmas movie because it's like Christmas adjacent. It's not, you know, it's. I mean, it's not well, about it, Christmas really, right? Well, it ends on Christmas Day, and the whole that's, thing is about. It's. It's. It, I would <laughs> definitely consider that a, a Christmas movie for sure. I remember what it was. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Do you consider that a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? Mm-hmm. I've never seen it. I'm going both. It's got to go both, right? It, yeah, it's it's in that weird in-between place. Yeah, I, I feel like that one's both because it's about Halloween and it's about Christmas. The, the people we travel with, they're huge fans of that movie, and uh, I have not seen it. So I, it, it is sitting on the, the YouTube TV DVR this year. I might have, to, might have to try. But the fact that it's actually, you know, YouTubeable during Christmas makes me feel like it must be at least partially a Christmas movie. I have a Jack Skellington tattoo, so I, the movie Thanks. resonates a lot with me. I like it a lot. Yeah. I'll have to add it to the list this year. I have a Jack Skellington as part of my Christmas decorations. Not as cool as having it as a tattoo, but, um, yeah, it's, it's part of my Christmas decorations, but right. it's, it's, it's actually, it's funny because it's part, it's part of my Christmas decorations, but it's not really my favorite movie. I, I like it, but it's not something I would, you know, I go out of my way to watch all the time. Now, I, I guess the question for you, Mike, have you been to Disneyland yet when they do the overlay on the Haunted Mansion with Nightmare Before Christmas? No, and it's been a topic on our show. We've, as a matter of fact, one of our last shows, we were talking about doing overlays, uh, and I haven't seen the Nightmare Before Christmas there yet. And I'm, we're actually going to Disneyland in July where our, our podcast group is going as our group trip this year. But, uh, I unfortunately were not going during Christmas. And even if I had the opportunity to go during Christmas, it's tough with my kids that time of year taking them out of school, especially going, I could get out of Florida for a couple of days, you know, being here on the East Coast. But to go all the way to California to go there, that's going to take something really special to get out there to be able to experience that. I've watched those YouTube overlays quite a bit but i've never been able to experience it i don't know when i'll be able to experience that no that that's fair i, I was gonna say I've, I've been fortunate enough that i have gone to see it and you know if, if you love the movie it is wonderful so yeah man that, that's a great waitlist topic we, we need to steal that waitlist topic holiday overlays <laughs> next year next yeah. year but we'll bring mike back on too since yeah maybe we'll we'll try and get the whole disney dad's group on and we can have a really big discussion about it <laughs> yeah uh justin's down there today and he's doing uh he's on the land as we speak and he's doing the overlay because they did an overlay on the land yeah, so, decorating yes i was there so yeah so thanks thanks everybody for joining us on the wait list um we're super happy to bring this back again and I, I you know we we hope to do more in the future we really do it's something we like doing and we have fun doing so um i hope you enjoy this i hope everybody listening to this is having very happy holidays um, you know, big thanks to, to everybody on the show today and to, to all of our listeners who, uh, who make this show so great. So, um, this has been the waitlist. Thank you for joining. Welcome home waitlist. Have a magical day.